you know, I feel a certain responsibility as a creative being to dig in when inspiration strikes. And uh, the reality is I I can't, I can't right now. Most of us have two lives, the life we live and the unlived life within us. We all have our own road to walk. Nothing's perfect and there's going to be a price for everything. There are no rules. Welcome to The Resistance, featuring meaningful conversations. I think I'm grieving the death of part of me. It's not about being the star and being seen. It's about... That explore that very space between who we are and who we say we want to be. I'm your host, Matt Connor. Hello and welcome to The Resistance. My name is Matt Connor. And I am Jay Kirkpatrick. Hello, Jay. Hello, Matt. Nice to see you again. <laughs> nice to see you. Um, on the program today, we have uh, singer-songwriter Sarah Siskind, um, who has written songs for anyone and everyone. But the reason I was so really excited to get Sarah on an episode of, of the podcast was because I had listened to her new album, Modern Appalachia, and immediately, like I just, like I was, I was crying after just reading the lyrics of the first song. And the whole thing is a master class in songwriting. She's that accomplished and she clearly saves her best work for her own stuff. And, and so I was keen to talk to her. And then in today's conversation, when we talk, you just realize how real she is, how raw she is, that, the, that the, that the artist revealed on these songs that are so vulnerable and intimate. She's the same way when you talk. Deep in the night I'm saving up for when I grow hungry and reach for the cup Can't turn to handsome Can't turn to sweet Can't lean on what I think could be the missing piece it's just me and now It's just me and now Jay, you and I were talking ahead of time about today's episode and that we all can relate um, to this because so much of what Sarah talks about on today's podcast on The Resistance is about time management and just how much she does not have that mastered. Yeah, it's so interesting listening to her because I felt like she might have peeked into my life and taken my story. <laughs> because, I mean, I think it's, it's you know, there's we, we explore overarching themes in a lot of our interviews, or you do at least. I, I talk about them with you before the interview. But, you know, these overarching resistance, all these things. But this is something that is very current for all of us, the, you know, time management with in a pandemic with children and you've got upheaval in the music industry and everything's changing. And the truth is, is what she was saying, I, I mean, it was hard for me not to, I kept going back over it and, um, and listening to it as I'm editing it because it, it really did speak a lot to what I'm going through too. It's really hard. You know, I think we're all, a lot of us anyway, are dealing with the fact that right now we, and for the last few months, we've had very little time and we've had to get the same amount done. And we've yeah. had things wrenched from our wrenched from our hands and we've had to kids are at home reprioritize. And what you talked about in the interview with her, you know, this this 
potential resentment? Is there resentment in some of these things, you know, with the kids, with the life, with whatever? And it was really encouraging to hear because she, she talked about her faith. She talked about, you know, struggling at points like with, <laughs> you know, her feelings, but also wanting to grab onto the fact that, man, my kids are the most like my their most important thing. And there's this beauty. And I think it helped me to see and helped really encourage me because it is a struggle for me. And I think as we talk, grabbing onto the beauty, not focusing on the fact that your children and your are stealing from you because now they're in the picture when they weren't and they're taking time that they didn't used to take that used to give to something else. They're not, you know, there's, there's a, there's a potential that we all build up a lot of resentment in this time of pandemic towards our families and towards God, towards whatever the universe for stealing something from us because, and not letting us do yeah. the thing that we really want to do. And I think it spoke really deeply to that. And it was really beautiful, raw and um, for me encouraging and, yeah, so I think you guys are going to enjoy it a lot and, yeah. and connect. Well, let's dive right into it. This is our conversation with the wonderful Sarah Siskind. Make sure to check out her album, Modern Appalachia. Here you go. Sarah, how are you today? I'm pretty good, Matt. Thanks. I'd love to begin where we begin each of our episodes on The Resistance. It's um, based on the work The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And Pressfield writes this. Most of us have two lives, the life we live and the unlived life within us. And between the two stands the resistance. Sarah, I'd just love to know for you how you resonate with that quote um, at this point in your life or like personal or professional. I could probably talk to you about resistance for hours. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's even more so now, right? So I know you you started this podcast before the pandemic, and I think there's a whole added layer now to um, how I will respond to that quote. But I have found that what I've struggled with before the pandemic, uh, I still struggle with as far as what, what holds me back. The main thing is time, time management. That's my biggest struggle, and it's gotten worse. Um, you know, a lot of folks have a lot of free time on their hands now. And for me, it kind of went the opposite way because uh, I've got two kids. As you understand, being a dad, I've got a seven and a four year old who have been out of school, and that just turns it all upside down. Right. So I struggled with time management when my daughter was in school all day and my son was at preschool and he had after school programs. And so my kiddos were pretty much taken care of during the week. And I had full days for the most part when I was home, you know, to, to do what I needed to do to take care of my business and myself. And however, you know, my day needed to go even in that era pre pandemic. I struggled with time management and and I'll tell you what I what I mean by that is just um as a creative, you know, we don't operate on normal times. You know, I would rather um follow my muse and have, you know, several days of clean slate calendar open, you know, free time to see where my muse takes me and 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 sort of organically be inspired and respond to inspiration but when you're having to pick the kids up and 
get them cook dinner and do bath and all that stuff. And then the mornings is the same routine. And, you know, you've got school functions and the gymnastics and all this. It's challenging. That being said, I wouldn't trade my kids for anything in the world. And I, I wanted to be a mother more than anything. And I'm ever grateful that I am. But um, I tend to have way more ideas than I can handle. And I'm an Aries and I get real fired up and I get real excited about a creative project and I start chasing it and sort of lose perspective on all the other projects that I started that maybe somebody actually needs me to finish by a certain day. So um, I struggled with that a lot pre-pandemic and I try to take my own advice. I, I do some creative consulting. I have like a creative coaching thing I do that I, I love to do and I still do it via Zoom and Skype and what have you. And I also teach at Brevard College um, songwriting and I tell my students and my clients how to manage their time, but I have a hard time <laughs> doing it myself. And so it's a constant struggle for me. I, um, and with the pandemic, it's just magnified. So I'm, I'm really glad that I had an album release fall sort of right hand in hand with this, this time. Um, it, that sounds weird because a lot of folks who've interviewed me are like, oh, this is so, you know, I'm so sorry that this is happening right <laughs> when your album's coming out. And I, well, yeah, the tour got canceled. That's true. But it's so much more than that to put out a record. And for me, I actually, somehow I feel like it was a blessing the timing because people have more time to listen to music. And I think music is becoming much more of a lifeline for people right now than maybe it has been in the last five to 10 years where people's lives have just gotten busier and busier and busier. And maybe we're taking a little more time now to be more vulnerable because we're all struggling and we're all looking to each other to lift each other up and, so that's a that's a good time to be releasing music, I think. So I've had that as a really, as the Modern Appalachia, my new album has been an anchor for me during this time and has been a blessing because I haven't had to necessarily navigate a bunch of different projects, which I usually have my hand in a lot of different things. But, you know, this has provided me focus. So that being said, I'm still I still struggle with the time management thing. Um, not only just trying to give my attention to sort of my creative impulses, but forgiving myself for not, if that makes sense. And uh, you know, I feel a certain responsibility as a creative being to dig in when inspiration strikes. And uh, the reality is, I can't. I can't. I can't right now because my my family is the most important and my, my kids are, like all kids right now, are experiencing a really unstable and confusing time as well. So I need to be as present and strong for them as I can. So I can't necessarily be twirling around in a skirt dancing to my new song idea <laughs> um, if they need me. So that's that's been the biggest challenge for me. I'm lucky that I don't necessarily lack inspiration. I I get inspired every day 
by lots of things. And I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to kind of do it justice. Yeah, that's my resistance, really. Tell me this, and if this is, um, yeah, I'll just ask it. Is there an honest place for some resentment there? And how do you deal with that? Like, I mean, is that is that something that you deal with? And then, I mean, I'm only projecting my own. Like, Absolutely. I love being a dad. I have a, like all that stuff. And yet, you know, you, in your worst moments, you're like, oh, I hate having to deal with this. I mean, you really don't in the scheme of things. But. Sure. Absolutely. I don't know that I have processed it on my end as resentment, but but I I know that feeling. Sure. I mean, I'll be standing in my kitchen at seven in the morning, which I'm not a morning person. So start, you start there. Um, and my, you know, my kids, dad and I are not together anymore. So when I have the kids, I'm a single mom. And so I'm, you know, in my kitchen, haven't even had a second to make coffee and I'm, you know, buttering toast for my four-year-old who's like, mom, I want juice, mom, I gotta go potty, mom, (laughs) I want to watch a cartoon, mom. And you know how it is. And that's just one of the two kids and it's, and yeah, in those moments for sure. I mean, I do have my days where I feel just very centered and grounded and just sort of very go with the flow and grateful. But, and, and in those moments I, I'm able to sure, honey, you know, let me also offer you a hug and kiss while I do that for you. But that's not, that doesn't happen every day. So I do have those moments. Often while I'm in the kitchen providing snacks and meals, I have that feeling. Yeah, I do have that feeling come up where like, gosh, I would kill to be in a room by myself with my guitar right now. I have so many ideas that I not only have never been able to pursue and I'm talking about song ideas and other ideas, but that I may never pursue. Yeah. And that's something I have to just live with. So, yeah, I mean, in that sense, I, I would probably categorize that as resentment. But, you know, I had this thought the other day where I was like, what I don't want to do is be at my kid's high school graduation years down the road and feel like I just got through it. Because that's how I feel right now, especially being a single parent. It has given me just a huge new understanding for single parents out there. It's really daunting. I, like I said, I feel, I do feel like I'm, I'm often just getting through it and not being in it. And that's something that all the time management for my creative musing in the world, if I, even if I had that all lined up and dialed in perfectly, it wouldn't be as important as, as my time with my kids. And so, I really am just constantly pulling myself back to center, constantly, constantly reminding myself that these moments with my kids, at their age, I remembered all this, you know, and so they will too. And yeah. these these are moments that they will carry with them. And I think maybe I have resentment and then the guilt comes in and it washes it away. <laughs> and then it's just guilt and then it turns into some kind of half-assed presence. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, because we're talking about resistance. And and I think a lot of people will be able to relate to this, not only in terms of time and, and the feeling of limitations versus what we want to do, 
But when you said earlier, I tend to have a lot of ideas, like in in not even just musical ideas, but maybe just creative ideas in general, or entrepreneurial ideas, or what like whatever it is. When you know you're dealing with time limitations, when you know you're dealing with, hey, I've, look, I've got, I'm a mom with two kids. There's only so many things I can take on. How do you decide in what ways to spend the limited capital you have, capital in terms of time and effort and even money, versus to let other things that may be good fall away? There's a lot that comes into play and I, when I make that decision. And I, I'll be honest with you that sometimes I'm, I'm so... I'm in such a whirlwind, like on days that I have my kids and I'm trying to still keep up with with what I need to do for, for work, I don't even have the time to make that decision. I have to kind of put it on hold until days where I, they're with their dad and I can sit for a minute and think and process. The main thing that I lean on possibly in my life is intuition. And my intuition and my faith kind of go hand in hand. I feel like when I have a really strong intuition about something, then I take that to God in prayer, and then I see what He has to say about it and sort of how that intuition changes, if it flares up and gets even hotter or if it dies down. That's kind of my umbrella of decision-making is my intuition and and sort of you know, like I said, prayer, but I have to factor in money. You know, I mean, we ha- we all have to, I have to factor in, it's never really a deciding factor, but now more than ever, you know, because I just, I lost my tour. I definitely had budgeted that income in right to, to my, to my year. And now it's gone when I'm bouncing around with all these ideas of things I could do. I do have to put in, into the, stir into the pot the monetary possibilities of said ideas. I I have to have a lot of meetings with myself. I sit down with myself and I talk to myself. (laughs) And I, my new thing, I've tried everything for time management and making decisions about what to spend my time on. I've done Google Calendar. I've done, I've done the what what usually works best for me is to write with a pen and a paper on a notepad, sort of like an hour by hour schedule for the day to keep myself on track. Now my new thing is sticky notes, which seems like I'm going backwards, but I actually really like it. So every time I have an idea, I write it on a sticky note. I think I have, I'm going to look right now what I have on my table. One, two, three, four, five, five right now. Oh, wait, there's a sixth one hiding. <laughs> and I, I sit down and I just have to kind of go through, I kind of take things week by week. Of It all revolves around my kids. And our, number one, are my kids where they need to be? Are they taken care of for the next week? Okay, if that's a yes, then I move on to myself. And I'm like, how, about how many hours a day do I think I have? Okay, next. Once I have that piece, then it's like, okay, look at these six sticky notes and just honestly bring the intuitive arm in and then the the responsible, like I have to make a living arm in and then bring, you know, uh, also does this idea support what I'm doing right now? Does this fit with 
the fact that I just released a new album and, and I have my own little personal board meeting, then I just kind of go from there. Now, usually that's about as far as I get and I'm interrupted by something. And so I, I really just have to constantly be checking in with myself about time and what's feeling most important. And when I get overwhelmed and I can't figure it out, I pray and I usually get an answer. So it's nothing concrete that I can tell you. It's more of just sort of like, you know, that hurry up and wait thing where I just feel like I'm, 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 I'm spinning around like a top most of the time. And then I sit and I go to, to actually plan this stuff out. And then I'm kind of like, wait, what was I doing? <laughs> I just want to take a nap. So it's, it's kind of, it's kind of all over the place. I got to say, and sure. When my kids were in school, I, I, when I wasn't traveling, which, you know, I, I was traveling a lot. I've, I've always traveled a good amount because if I'm not on tour, I would go to Nashville about every four to six weeks. But, um, if I was home for Monday through Friday, I would attempt, the keyword is attempt, to uh, assign certain things to certain days, like Friday is like office day, bill day, take care of, make sure your credit cards are paid for the month and the, you know, light bill, this kind of thing. And then if you're done with that, you can sit down with your guitar. And then maybe Tuesdays was always a creative day where I tried to allow for the muse on Tuesdays. And so that, that was helpful, but that's all gone, Matt. Mm. <laughs> that doesn't exist. No more muse days. Exactly. I wish I had a real concrete method. No, I, I like the messiness of this. And I actually want to ask about that because you are referencing these meetings with yourself. And it sounds like a space in which you're used to and that you're comfortable with. Yeah. But... What I love so much about this new album, Modern Appalachia, is this vulnerability that actually seems to depict you as this protagonist who's not comfortable with being alone or being in space. I mean, like, yeah. I, I guess I'm just thinking of some of these lines from, let's say, um, like the first track is Me and Now. Or I could rush into It's just me and now It's just me and now Like sort of afraid of asking the questions of your own self that you would tell someone else to do, etc. When you talk about these meetings with yourself, how comfortable are you really? And have you grown more comfortable as you continue to have them? Well, this is a division of my pie, um, which I will explain what that means. I have like, uh, I kind of feel like I, I, I'm made up of multiple pieces of pie. One piece is music slash career, 
one piece is mother and one piece is woman slash human. And when I'm having these meetings with myself that I'm telling you about, that, that I'm in my music career piece of pie. I've been having meetings with myself about my music since I was about 14. And, you know, I, just, uh, I, I started doing this professionally now about almost 20 years ago. So I'm really used to being alone with myself when it comes to creativity as it applies to me as a musician. That being said, I have never been alone until two years ago. Like literally alone as in not in a marriage or relationship. So I've been married twice. I got married really young the first time. And there wasn't a whole lot of time between getting out of that marriage and into my second marriage. Um, I was with my first husband. I met him when I was 17. So two years ago when I had a separation uh, from my kid's dad and bought a house, that was the first time I had been alone. I think I had maybe lived for like a couple weeks by myself once in an apartment, (laughs) you know, between other living spaces. So it's pretty unusual to be in your forties and to be alone for the first time. And that's what, that's what this album that's, I mean, that's what me and now is about. And it's really about that piece of my pie and, and not really the music career side of myself. And that's, that's why this album feels so vulnerable is because I'm really addressing a lot about who I am and my place in the world, you know, beyond who I am as a singer songwriter and artist and this kind of thing. So to answer your question, I, I haven't been comfortable being alone. Um, I'm, I've really struggled with it. Um, and it's interesting cause I, I actually, I mentioned it to my, my mom the other day cause my parents also live in Brevard. I'm still struggling with it. Like when my kids aren't here, uh, sometimes it's really hard for me to be alone in the house at night. And sh- I mentioned that to her and she said that I, I was like that since I was a kid and I had forgotten that. And when she brought it up, I, it brought back some memories of even when I was an older teenager, you would think that I would be mature enough to not be scared, but I was like terrified to be in the house by myself. And so that's, that's what I've been looking at. I've been really looking, I'm trying to face that and see what that's about. And honestly, just since the pandemic, I've started to come, come through and out the other side. It's, it's, if you had, if you had interviewed me six months ago, I would probably say I'm still scared to be in the house by myself. And, you know, some of that may pull from some of my trauma from, from my past and, it's also, you know, parlays into um, the topic of mental health and I struggle with anxiety disorder, which is often most times a mysterious thing to go through. And so me and now is definitely sort of my anthem to, to that part of sort of my self-discovery of, you know, I find I've in the last two years since I've been having to sit in silence 
without any buffer or somebody else to kind of distract me. I've had to have that feeling come up of, of sort of fear and anxiety and, and resist, there's resistance again, resist the urge to start thinking about, like it says in the song, somebody else in my life who I, who, who has a, who might have a bigger problem than me that I could go, I could go help. And then I'd feel better about myself and then they might feel better and then everything's better. That, that's, that's a good quality to have, but it's not necessarily pointing you in the direction of self care. So, um, self care has always been really hard for me. And, um, that's another thing that's really helped me kind of come out of this sort of fear shell that I can be in when I'm by myself is just really kind of taking better care of myself in general. So, yeah, I mean, I'm still kind of getting my legs with that. It, let me ask this, and, and, and I'm hoping this question makes sense. You know, using your like pie analogy before, as you're used to sort of like, okay, we'll try to get creative on Tuesdays. And you have this practice to like interact with the muse or allow something to happen there creatively. Is mm-hmm. that part of the pie? helping you work with this other part? Like you said, six months ago, if you would have asked me, I would have had a different answer. Does channeling some of this through the muse in that part of yourself help you reach a healthier place on this other part? Yes, it does. And that's why it's really dangerous for me if I go too long without being creative. and you know, I, I, I've had those moments where I'm really irritable and, and edgy and nothing seems right. And then I, I think to myself, when was the last time I sat down and played guitar? And I'm like, oh no, that's way too long. Now, granted, that hasn't been the case lately because of all the, you know, online concerts and things I've been doing, which is great because it keeps me active in that space. But yeah, I mean, my life as a musician and a songwriter, uh, I mean, I've never thought about it this way, but I think it's much more put together than my life as a, as a woman and a human because I've always been coupled off. So I've always existed in a space with, an, with a partner. And so I've sort of filtered my my views of the world and my perspectives through whoever I was sharing my life with, whereas my music and my career was always mine. It was only mine. And I've had a really hard time. Uh, I mean, people will tell you, I'm really picky about who's on my team and who I work with because I'm really, I'm really driven and I, I have a really pretty clear idea of what I want to do and musically and in my career. So I would say that I can, I pull some confidence over from one piece of the pie to the other. I can pull some confidence from my music over to the other piece of pie that is still growing and feel a little bit better about myself because I, I do feel like as chaotic as it is and as hard as it is to find the time to pursue everything I want to, I can rest in the in knowing that nine times out of ten, I can sit down with an instrument and I 
I can achieve what I want. And usually that's just to start an idea or just to sing for a minute. But it's something that I know I can do and I can do it well and I, and I, and I have control over it. And it, it's something I've, I've, I've curated and sort of shaped into what works for me. Yeah, that feeling of sort of rootedness in my music, I think, does help a little bit with the more sort of insecurities and fears on the other side of, of just trying to figure out myself outside of my music. You've been listening to The Resistance. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And for more information and further episodes, you can find us at listentotheresistance.com. Engineering, production, and additional music by Jake Kirkpatrick. My name is Matt Connor, and I'm your host. Thanks for listening.